Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep. It's the sick podcast. Marinero, what a pleasure. We're talking Montreal Canadiens in the semis versus the Vegas Golden Knights. And who better to talk Habs with than a guy who actually wore their jersey for many, many years. He was drafted by the Montreal Canadiens, played over a thousand regular season games, almost a hundred playoff games, almost 15 years in the National Hockey League. Tomas Plekanets, how are you? I'm very good. How are you guys? Very, very good. Am I am I pronouncing it correctly? Plekanets? Yeah. Fine. All right. Okay. We were told so many times it's Plekanets. That's how you got to pronounce it. Hey, thanks for doing this, man. What are you up to? Nothing much. Off-season workouts, you know, enjoying the enjoying the kids, enjoying the family, and then a little bit of traveling as well. How was your season in the Czech Republic? It was great. We uh, we we made it back to the elite league in Czech Republic, so we are back in uh, you know back in top, and uh, you know hopefully enjoy the enjoy the season with with fans in the stands again, and hopefully back to uh, normal a little bit. How are you feeling physically? I mean, how much longer you want to do this? I don't know. It depends. I, I'm still I'm still uh, okay. I feel I feel good. I, I'm healthy, and that's all that matters. I still love hockey, so. I'll play and we'll see. I'll go year by year, obviously. You know, at this age, you cannot plan for for another 10 like Jagger does. <laughs> so good to hear it. It's a sick podcast. The show is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Go to myessentia.com slash sick pod and see why Essentia is the mattress of choice for many athletes, including over 25% of professional hockey players. Use code sick pod for a free pillow with your purchase. Essentia beyond organic sleep. Asleep is that Jagger's secret? You talked to me about Yarmir, one of my favorites. Watching the game, of course. What can you tell us? We all know he's a freak of nature, playing as much as he has, as long as he has. What impresses you the most about him, and and what's his secret? I don't know. I mean, he loves the game. He he loves the game more than anything else, and and that's that's what it uh, what counts, I guess, for him. You know, he's. Uh, He's still good. He still can still play at the top level, which is, which is, which is very, very uh, impressive. That's pretty amazing, Thomas. Here in Montreal, I don't have to tell you the buzz is incredible. It's too bad there's not more than thirty five hundred fans who are allowed in the stands, but the Montreal Canadiens are two wins away from the Stanley Cup final. It's a moment that you experienced yourself as well. This team had a run in twenty fourteen. But Carey Price got hurt versus the New York Rangers, and you ended up getting eliminated in six games. Take me back to that run. Um, when Price went down, with all due respect to Tukarski, did you think it was going to be – talk to me about it. How tough did you think it was going to be? No, I still believed in, uh, in our team. I mean, you know, sometimes it's not a uh, – how would I say that? I mean – just simply, you still believe you're you're in it. You're in the series. You're in the playoffs. You're you're right in that in that you know in those emotions. You believe you can make it. I mean, was it was it the key for us that not to making it? Probably not. I don't know. I mean, who knows now, right? But it was a great experience. Uh, it was a great run, and 
uh, I still think it's it's a little bit of different compared to the, this year, where I can see the the team Canadians having such a big depth, you know, big big lineup, which we I think we still miss. We were a good hockey team, we we had a good run, but but the depth that's uh, that uh, they have right now and the the lineup, it's 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 great. You can follow us on YouTube and podcast platforms, The Sick Podcast, with Tony Marinero, my guest, former Montreal Canadian, Tomasz Plekanec. Playoff hockey, uh, you lived it, you experienced it. 2010, that was another great run. Game one versus the Washington Capitals. I'm sure you remember it. Let me uh, let me show you this. Nice memory there, eh? Can you can you begin to put into words what it feels like to score an overtime winner in the playoffs? That's great. I mean, what else you can you can say, right? I mean, you know, you score that big goal and then to put the game one on it, especially on the series like this. You know, there was a little bit of a story before before the series that uh, that was kind of funny and. Uh, and uh, it was it was something that obviously you you remembered uh, you know uh, moving forward in your career and it was great times. Uh, refresh my memory. What was the story? Uh, there was something about the goalies and stuff. You know, so it's all right. You know, yeah, yeah. Yaroslav Halak stood on his head in 2010. He was unbelievable. Not many people gave the Montreal Canadiens a chance, Tomash. Like, not many people gave the Canadians a chance this year versus Toronto. When you saw the Canadians down 3-1, come back to beat Toronto in seven games, were you surprised? Shocked? Not no, at all? No, not really. Like, honestly, not really. Because, I mean, 3-1, obviously, you don't want to be 3-1 down. But, you know, it's still something that you can come back from. And, you know, being 3 nothing, that's, that's a different story. But 3-1 is still something that, that you can come back from, and as I as I mentioned before, I really like the team. I really like the lineup that's that's out there that Mark uh, Mark put on. And uh, no, it, it didn't it didn't surprise me that much. Obviously, you know it, it was hard, and it was you know no nobody really expect that, but it didn't surprise me that much. So after Mark Bergevin's body of work in the off season and throughout the regular season, at one point you were feeling really comfortable about this team. You just talked about their depth on a couple of occasions here. I loved it since the beginning, to be honest. And, and you know, he brought in Eric Stahl, obviously, later on, and, and, and a couple of other guys. And, and, and uh, man, I, I, see, I see a big difference from teams before. And, and there's a size, there's experience, there's speed, there's uh, youth, uh, young players. And it's, it's great. It's, it's really, it looks great. And, and, and uh, guys are putting it together. Speaking of young players, Thomas, uh, teams that have won the Stanley Cup over the last decade or so are usually stacked at the center ice position. The Canadians have talent, but they're banking on a 21-year-old Nick Suzuki and a 20-year-old Jesperi Kakanyemi. And yes, Phil Deneau is there. And yes, Eric Stahl is there. But what can you tell me about the play of the young players? First of all, Suzuki. That's the league right now. I mean, that's that's how the league is going, and that's how it went past uh, whatever three, four, five years. And uh, and the guys are doing great. I mean, you know, honestly, I haven't seen I haven't seen too many of uh, you know games. I, I usually watch highlights and you know little uh, bigger parts of the games, but uh, not the whole games. And uh, 
from what I see, you know, they're 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 playing really well and they're putting the the, the good games together and. Uh, they're still so young, so there's a very bright future for them and for Montreal Canadiens with those uh, those guys in the middle. A shout-out to Excellent Photo, centrally located close to downtown shopping in Montreal and universities. Ships to all of Canada professional staff at the store and online to help you choose the gear you really need. Excellentphoto.ca with Tomas Plekanec, former Montreal Canadian. Tomas, it was a weird season for the Canadians. They relieved their head coach, Claude Julien, of his duties. Associate coach, Kirk Muller. Shortly thereafter, goalie coach Stefan Waite. Uh, Stefan Waite told us here on the SICK podcast that Mark Bergevin told him he really needed to get Carey Price going. It's incredible when you think that Price went through some really, really bad moments like three months ago to the point where they fired the goalie coach. And three months later, he's almost unbeatable. But you know Carey more than anyone else does. Talk to me about Carey Price and his ability to bounce back and his ability to perform in the big games. Yeah, and and what you just said, he, he's capable of doing that. And, and he's one of the best goalies in the world. And, and uh, when he's on his game like he is right now and most of the year, it's he's, he's, he's great. He can put the team to the different level and, and he exactly he exactly does it right now. And, and he has a great D's in front of him right now. I mean, if you look at the D... Decor out there, it's you know those those guys are really good defensively. They're big bodies, so so he's getting a big help. But obviously, he's standing on his head, and it was unique from the goalie. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter how good a team you are, and you know, you need a goalie that's that's hot at the right time, and that's exactly where Pricey is right now. Thomas, everyone talks about how difficult it is to play in Montreal and the pressures that come with it. Everyone knows about the history. Everyone knows about the 24 Stanley Cups, especially for a guy like Carey Price, who has to follow in the footsteps of a Patrick Roy, who won a couple of cups here. Um, you lived it, so you know it more than anyone else. Is it the same for a hockey player anywhere, or is it really tougher in Montreal? How tough is it? How tough is it dealing with the media? How tough is it trying to live up to the expectations of the fans and everyone? I think it's it's uh, as hard as you make it on yourself as a player, and it's as same thing as it is as easy as it as it uh, as you use it as a player. I mean, if you really, as, and I mentioned it a lot of times before, if you are on the social media, you read the stuff, you read the papers, you listen to everything. Then it's hard. That that's a big pressure, and you don't, you know, it, it's hard to perform, you know, under that pressure because it's it's too many opinions. There's too many coaches. There's too many different general managers out there, and it's hard. It's really hard to play. But if you don't, if you if you kind of you know zoom it out, all this all this stuff, uh, then it's, it's 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 the greatest place to play hockey. I mean, you don't want what you want as a hockey player play in front of twenty twenty one passion fans. Uh, every night, obviously not past year or so, but but usually it's there's no best better place. So uh, I loved it personally, and I know there are players they don't, but but uh, I think you you don't you don't get much better than that. So when you played sports radio shows, television shows, all this stuff, newspapers, you stayed away. Absolutely, like uh, maybe from what I. From what I've heard around, maybe 10%, 20% got to me during my during my career in Montreal. The rest, I, I kind of zoomed it out. I didn't read it. I didn't listen to anything. I didn't even have a Twitter back then. I didn't have an Instagram. So uh, zero. Now I'm enjoying the reading the stuff because now I'm back into, you know, 
what it was when I played, but thank God I don't know what was written before. Yeah, so when your buddies would call you or text you and say, hey, by the way, did you hear this? And you would say no, and they would tell you. Would you tell them, guys, I don't want to know, or? No, I, I zoomed it out, and I knew it's out there. Obviously, I knew when I had a bad game. I knew when I made a mistake. Same thing, I knew when I had a great game, when I, you know, when I when I performed well. So I didn't really need to, and, and if they did, they did, and I kind of, you know, I heard it in one side of the ear, and then I put it away in the other. So it's uh, that's how I how I kind of how I kind of did that. Thomas is a guy who was a really responsible two way player and took a lot of pride in uh, in your two hundred foot game. Philip Deneau used to be an under the radar player. He's not anymore. He finished sixth in the ballots for the Frank Selkie. More and more people are talking about him. When he goes up against McDavid, he has great games. Nathan McKinnon says he's very, very tough to play against. He did an incredible job on Austin Matthews. He shut down Winnipeg's top line. Vegas' top line has done nothing. What have you seen from Phil Deneau, and how good uh, is he at his job? Because if there's somebody that would know, it's you. It's good for him. I'm, I'm happy for him. He deserves it, and, and, and it's a tough job, especially in Montreal, because you know, you're playing a lot of minutes and people expect you to have a big points and, and score big goals. And and those little things that he does, they, they go kind of on the radar and not too many people see it. And uh, he gets their recognition right now. So it's it's, it's, a, it's great for him. I'm, I'm happy for him. And, and uh, he, he does a great job. And obviously he has a big help with Webby and, and Ben Gerard and uh, the other guys at Munson and, and, you know, all those guys doing a great job. And I always said, it's not about the one guy who's shutting down the best place in the world. You need a, you need a good D's, you need a good, good uh, line mates. And, and um, that's, it's going to make it easier on you, but nothing, I don't want to take away anything from Phil. He does a great job and he deserves all the credit in the world. Over the past couple of years, Mark Bergevin has been asked about the window. Shea Weber getting older, Carey Price getting older, Jeff Petrie getting older, you have to win in a certain amount of years. He said he doesn't really believe in that. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Do you believe in that, that there's a window at a certain point, players are getting older, or do you go with the theory that, once again, you make the playoffs, anything can happen? I absolutely agree with it. And and, and you can see it from going back in, in 2010. And, and, you know, we made a playoffs in, in the end, uh, in the end of the regular season, and then, and then we beat two great teams with the most talented player in the world at the time, and and we made it. Nobody believed in us, and and uh, anything can happen. I, I really do believe in that theory. And uh, yeah, people, uh, players getting older, but then if you have a right mix, as you have right now in Montreal with with Caulfield, with Suzuki, with with Gale being his prime, basically, and and Phil, and and you know other guys. It doesn't matter, you know, if you have all the guys on your team, they can they can use that experience, which is very, very underrated these days. And, and it's great. He's Thomas Placanitz. I'm Tony Marinero. Shout out to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code 615 for 15% off on all of their items. You played with Max Pacioretty for several years. You see Pacioretty wearing a Vegas Golden Knights jersey going up against the Montreal Canadiens. It's... It's kind of odd, huh? But I guess that's the business of it. Well, I think it's a business of it. That it happened quite a few years ago. Obviously, it's I don't know, it's four uh, four years ago or five years ago. Uh, I think everybody's taking it as it is, and then uh, 
yeah, he was a captain of the Canadians, but but in the end of the day, it's it's what it is. It's, it's business, and I think both sides uh, both sides are, are happy with the move. And and uh, Montreal got some players that are playing right now, playing really well, and and obviously uh, Max is doing a job for Vegas. So so win win situation. Thomas, you still keep in touch with any players on a team or members of management? Uh, there was, uh, I know you saw this. I think you posted it on social media, but uh, Jeff Molson has your jersey up in the loge that he was in, I think. I think that kind of made you smile. Do you still touch base with some of the guys? Yeah, here and there. I mean, not 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 regularly, not every day, obviously. I don't want to bother them. And, and you know, they have their own uh, their own things. But, but, yeah, here and there we text with. With some guys that I, especially with that I played the, the longest, which is Bryce Galley and uh, and Arthur Lekonen, obviously. So we, uh, yeah, with some of the guys, but but like I said, it's it's more on the, you know, once in in quite a few weeks than than anything regular. Um, Carey Price, I want to get back to him because, of course. I mean, what a pity it would be, and it was a pity for you, a guy who had such a real good career. Winning the Stanley Cup is very difficult. We know that only one team wins it every year. You think this is his year? Uh, I don't know. It looks like it. It could be, right? But, yeah. um, I mean, you never know. I mean, he's uh, – I'm sure whether yes or no, it you know, he's going to have another chance, another kick in it, and, and – Obviously, there are less of it. He's not. He's not uh, young as he was anymore. But uh, we are getting older, and uh, in the goalies, it's a little bit different situation. So you know, I'm sure he's going to have another kick in it. But they have a. I really do have a feeling that Montreal has a big chance this year, and, uh, and they they need to to get through and and uh, get the cup. But you know, it's you know how it is game by game right now. Yeah. About 10 days ago, Bob Gainey went into the locker room and actually talked to the guys about some of his experiences and uh, basically told them to seize the moment and start the series strong and, and, and to play the right way and to play as a team. Uh, once again, over 1,000 games for you, almost 15 years in the National Hockey League, most of it with the Montreal Canadiens, if not almost all of it. But if they could ask you to say a few words to the team, to the young players, what would you say based on the experience that you had? Uh, you know, obviously, I'd love to be there, you know, when Bob Ganey was there because, you know, every time I, I heard Bob saying something, you could hear a pen drop on, on the floor, you know, when he walked in the room. It was a, I'm sure it was a great meeting for the guys and great experience because he's, uh, he's something. And uh, exactly what he said. I mean, enjoy the moment because you never know you never know when that moment's gonna be again. You know, for some players, there might be never, never chance again to get that far. For some players, there will be more of those moments, but you you never know. So, so you need to take the most out of it and enjoy that and 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 go for it. Thomas, Montreal's not a happy city today. All right, people are livid because they find that the officiating is very inconsistent in the playoffs, and they find that the Canadians are getting the short end of the stick in this series. How does that make you feel as a player where there's two rules, there's everything will be called in the regular season and very little will be called in the playoffs? How tough is that or not for the players? Of course it's tough. It's it's always tough. And and but on the other hand, it, you know, for refs, it's, it's so hard. And I know it's frustrating. It's frustrating for players. I got frustrated so many times with the refs. 
you know, we all do, but, you know, in the end of the day, you know, they got to make that decision at the moment, at the spot, and, and you know, imagine yourself being in, that, in their shoes. It's, you know, it's not easy. Of course, it's their job. They got to do it right as much as you can, same as you as a player. And uh, it is what it is. You got you to gotta live with it. You got you to gotta suck it and, 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 and uh, go for another one. Wrapping up with Tomas Plekanec, you can place your bets on my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag slash the sick podcast and use code sick picks for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. If you were to put a dollar on the Euro 2020, because I know you're a fan of football, who's going to win this tournament? Czech Republic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Italy. Well, it's easy. Yeah? You're always a favorite, right? Yeah, yeah, they really are. You're right. But you're, you're listen, you're going with your heritage and I'm going with mine. I'll tell you this, though. That number 10, he can play. Yeah, he's a good player. He's a, he's a good sniper. Yeah, he, uh, he, he made his name for sure even more with this goal. But, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to watch those games and then happy for fans. That they can finally see it in the, in the stands most, mo- mostly. And uh, looking forward to some uh, playoffs games in that, in that tournament. Hey, when you were in Montreal, you were playing in a soccer league in the offseason, were you not? Yeah, it was kind of a, you know, a little, little soccer workout kind of thing for me in the summer. I played a few games. Yeah. What position? Uh, everything. I was, I was the, the most fitted guy on the team. Probably. I was running all over the place. Hey, in ending, uh, I'm sure Montreal Canadiens fans, Thomas, are really going to get a kick out of this. Uh, I know, obviously, with all the restrictions, but... Um, when are we going to see Thomas Placanitz in Montreal one day? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea, to be honest, with everything, as you said, everything as it is right now. Hopefully when everything calms down and, and uh, you know, my season will be finished, I'll be able to come in and see some playoffs games uh, next year or year after or whenever uh, time will be, will be uh, available for me. And I'm looking forward to it for sure. Or hopefully everything opens up in the next couple of weeks and we see you at the parade. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know this song? Bleu Bleu yeah, Rouge. Yeah. Do you know it? Yeah. I've heard it before. Bleu Blanc Rouge. Thomas yeah. Pekanitz. Once a hab, always a hab. Thomas, this was a lot of fun for me. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Take care of yourself. It's nice seeing you. And always, go Habs, go. Thanks. Take care. You too. Stay safe. Thank you very much, you too. All the best to you and your family. There you have it. Thomas Placanitz, it's the Sick Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Cheers, Thomas. All the best to you. Thomas Placanitz. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast. He's brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress beyond organic sleep.